0: In today's episode, we do talk about a subject that some people may find triggering or upsetting. As it's your body, Heaven, why don't you let people know?
1: I talk about my abortion. But um, in a funny in way. In quite a funny way, but it's just me making light of a situation that occurred many years ago. To your own body. To myself.
0: So if that is something that you may find upsetting for any reason, we just wanted to give you a heads up that this might not be the episode for you.
1: Hi, Heaven. Hello, Buffy. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. How are you?
0: I'm fucking excited. We're back. We're we here. We are. It's
1: Happy New, New Year. Year, guys. Yeah. Happy
0: New Year. We're 2023. I mean, as a child, I did think that we were going to be like flying in jets and cars by now. Um, yeah. But apparently, the world is just crumbling. So, not, not that cool, unfortunately. No. <laughs> <laughs> just cold. Yeah, just really cold. Just uh, <sighs> what, what was it like? Permacrisis? Um, crisis? Perma crisis. Yeah, I think that was like the most used phrase. What of, does that even mean? Permanent crisis. Oh, permanent crisis. Yeah. Oh, oh was yeah. that yeah. too much of an abbreviation? Yeah.
2: For perma? perma, what? Well, perm? Who's got a perm?
0: <laughs> crisis has got a new hairdo. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we're here to bring some joy back into your life and um, not think about crisis or just our weird crises that are very micro and small <laughs> and just for us. So what crises have you been going through recently?
1: <laughs> I do actually have a current crisis yeah, that literally happened
2: today. <laughs> <laughs> and in the back of my head, I'm stressing about it, like... Ah! Um,
1: but basically today, I had a little altercation with uh, my newfound friend oh, in the neighbourhood. is she not your friend? Well, I told you a bit before about my new friend. Tell, no, tell us again. So but I will tell you guys again. Yeah. So I basically made friends with a local lady mm-hmm. um, who lives in my area on my estate, and she is quite out there yeah I would say that she definitely has an alcohol problem okay which good isn't her fault it's fine I want her to get help you uh-huh. know I, yeah she also has a mental health issue yeah the combination of that is pretty sounds like a fun friend pretty I- <laughs> pretty intense so um, I always chat to her because she's got this amazing dog and her dog loves my dog right and so they all get on really well and I mean the chats
0: I've had in the dog park sometimes where I'm like I hate you but my dog loves your dog so it's cool yeah Yeah, well I'm
1: intrigued I get intrigued by by certain people and so how's
0: that working out for you I've had a little
1: bit of intrigue with her because it turns out she's an artist and she's Mm -hmm. actually been quite a successful artist and uh, she showed me some of her art anyways we we get chatting uh, every time we see each other and then it gets to point where she asked for my number. Uh-huh. And there's like a big, big voice in my head <laughs> saying,
2: don't do it. <laughs> don't give her your number for fuck's sake.
1: Uh-huh. And obviously I just hand out my number. Oh, good. Okay. That's- <laughs> so I give her my number and uh, the messages and the calls start pretty much that evening. <laughs> so there's been a lot of contact. So there's been quite a lot of contact, okay. which I've tried to ignore until now yeah. really um and she's sort of like oh she's calling me uh, I don't pick up ever um and then she'll text me saying oh I've got some leather jackets that you're really gonna like they're in your size oh by the way will you look after my dog for five days
2: and I'm like <laughs> oh god what have I done I mean who could have guessed
1: that this would go this direction it's <laughs> she's invited me over for dinner all sorts of stuff Wonder so anyways Mm, yeah. So, anyways, I've kind of not taken her up on any of these invitations, mm. um, and then I saw her outside just before I headed over to meet you to yes. and record. And uh, she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy that you're here! Like, I really, really need you right now. I need two pounds." And I was like, "Oh no, we've got to that point. I knew there was going to be a point when she started asking for money, and I knew that I was going to have to." This is only two quid. It's only two quid, mean, only two quid but I'll add that. That's not the point. Yeah, yeah it's more like oh she's starting low yeah, starting yeah fair low. enough she's starting with the yeah. two quid and listen I want to help people out as and when I can but I also don't want to Do like
2: you- well
0: yeah I'm
1: not a complete <laughs> fucking asshole. we'll
0: come back we'll, we'll, we'll come
1: back to what this we it this that way. Uh, yeah um, no I gave a man on the train 10 of the other day like I'm I'm pretty like generous as and when I can be but I don't want to I mean man to- on the
2: train's good because
1: he like carries on on the train yeah bye <laughs> don't have
2: my number um <laughs>
1: But yeah, so anyway, she's like a beer or two pounds. I don't have any beer, so I go back upstairs and I say, "I'll come downstairs. I'll either find you a beer or two pounds." Uh-huh. And obviously, don't have a beer because we don't drink. And I come downstairs and give her two pounds. And I said to her because I wanted to assert my boundaries. Yes, like a good. I mean, there, there's a
0: clear moment before you went all the way upstairs. It's too, it's too late. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. So how had, had the asserting. I gave though. her the two pounds uh-huh. and
1: I said, "Don't ask me for money again." Oh.
0: And so then she. And then she
1: flipped out. Great. She was like, don't be so rude. I don't want your two pounds. Have it back. But she obviously wasn't going to give it back. And I went, no, it's fine. You have it, honestly. And she's like, call my GP. She's trying to get me to call her GP oh. to help her out. So anyway, Chaos. we're having this. I know. I was just, just like, this is so chaotic. Just, and I'm on the way to meet you. Obviously, yeah. you don't want to be like, what's fucking late. Yeah, of course not. But, you
0: were. <laughs> but I, mean, I mean, that's also its whole other oh. thing is don't want to be like,
1: oh. Was totally that Good. Um, Um, So, yeah. So, anyway, I ended up just saying bye. and walking off and getting into the car. I think that sort of brings us to a really nice, um, you know, point of, like, boundaries. They're, like, they're good to have. They're really good to have. And I think it's, like, this thing of pre-projecting what's going to happen in the future if you make this decision. Yeah. And I think I didn't do that with the phone number thing. I'm going
0: to – I'm going to say that the better than pre-projecting, which sounds like some sort of weird mumbo-jumbo, <laughs> uh, just don't
1: give your number to the lunatic. Joke. The other reason, though, that I gave her my number yeah. is because she's a fellow stripper. Still? Not anymore, but she was. So there was a little bit of intrigue there. There was also a little bit of like, ah, the stripper sisterhood. play with fire, you're going to get burned. But I know, yeah, curiosity killed the cat, so uh, (laughs) don't get the cat. So you're a dead cat.
0: (laughs) That's good. Um, (sighs) Well, that sounds uh, exciting. You've had a birthday, I've had a
1: birthday. Yes, I turned 31, you turned 40. 40. I am 40 years old. Very exciting. How (sighs) do you feel? Any different? No. Yeah.
0: I, I feel exactly the same, but just better. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so to any women who are worried about turning 40, please don't be. So yeah, as a, as a woman of 40 years old, uh, I can say that I am so much more comfortable in my body. Mm-hmm. I am much more confident just in general of my decisions, um, you know, like I would have no issue with not giving that woman my number, <laughs> for instance, <that> would <laughs> it wouldn't even faze me and um, because... I know,
1: I should just do that thing that well, me and the other girls do, which is... What would Buffy do? Yeah,
0: basically, what you know would Buffy that game? do? Yeah the, well yeah. I mean it's you know Jesus or Buffy I'm a, <laughs> I'm a lot more fun um although you know maybe maybe Jesus was like a party guy we just don't know We'll never know. He could
1: have been fun. I he, mean, he had some cool stories.
0: He did. He could turn water into wine, yeah. which is his skill. yeah um I just buy you know drugs and alcohol like a normal person so you know <laughs> the modern world it makes that possible but um yeah what would Buffy do It's a good question to ask yes. yourself maybe we should do bracelets did you ever see those weirdos who had those bracelets is like what would Jesus do so it was like
1: w w j like the every okay
0: yeah yeah yeah. and I was always like what is that it's like
1: to it so it's like every time they have to make it yeah you just like, just like look down look at your down hand, hand, like, hand what, like, Jesus what do? would Jesus do so we just what like take Buffy the j do? out and put a b in and- <laughs> Yeah, I basically need to play that game more often. But this is, uh, yeah. So yeah, so being 40, it's it's good.
0: And, you know, so our theme today uh, is a little bit of New Year, New You. Um, you know, New Year's resolutions, you know, all the stuff that we get thrown
1: at us. Meant in a way that's not too wank. Oh, no, I mean, well. We did do a lot of research on this. We And did. We found a lot of terrible New Year, New You advice. No, it's, and, you know, but all of it's stupid. Like
0: yeah. that's basically so we were trying to we were trying to do a really funny episode about this. So, so we started researching individually. I went down a YouTube rabbit hole that was like really confusing and depressing. Um, and then I just kind of got to a point where I was going, what even is this? Like <laughs> uh, what like what am I even watching right now? I, I've gone out of my way since the kardashians existed to not watch them and now i'm like just having multiple people tell me about that kim kardashian had her bbl removed and so like skinny is in fashion and it just yeah it just brought me to a point where i was just like what how how have we decided the
1: bodies are a fucking fashion that's not even a thing. It's quite disturbing, actually. You definitely find that strip clubs can be the place where you can actually witness these body fashion things. Oh, yeah. Person, you see them in, in real the time. Yeah. How, in real like, time.
0: Everybody gets the um, BBL. Everybody gets the same boob job. Yeah. Because gets-
1: it's like it's it's women that are obviously being told, oh, you need to look this way. And then they've got the money to be able to do it, too. Yeah. Quite oftentimes.
0: But see, I sort of feel like you know, obviously, you know, being 40 <laughs> means that I, I'm an old stripper. So I was in the clubs before everybody had plastic surgery. Like it wasn't such right. a big thing. And I still think you still in a bigger club. You'll see mm. a, a big medley of bodies. It was probably
1: just more boob jobs then. Like yeah, exactly.
0: But and you already had that. And so I already I already have already great blessed. Um But I think the big thing that I, you know, we have spoken about before, but the biggest thing is, is that the different body types attracted so many different types of guys. You mm-hmm. know, I've gone up to men before and they were just, you know, and I'm tall. I'm 6'3 in my heels. Um, you know, I'm curvy. Uh, and it's, you know, like I'm quite commanding figure in a strip club. So it's not like I'm some like dainty little waif or anything like that. But as far as they were concerned, I was a dainty little waif, which is quite nice. Mm-hmm. To be told that. Um, but they were, you know, you're not big enough for me. I want somebody bigger. I want mm-hmm. somebody who's like got really big ass. I want, some, you know, like, and I just wasn't their flavor. So it's, you know, I just wish that more women could settle into the idea of the confidence of going, you don't need to do anything to yourself specifically mm-hmm. in a surgeried way to be something that you're not, you know, like if you're if you're slim, be slim. Mm-hmm. If, if you're big, be big, but the biggest thing is uh, confidence, yeah, you know, and being comfortable in your body, and but also not in like a kiddie way, like not in a stupid way, like oh my god, you're amazing, however, you are. If you don't feel good about yourself, you're not looking after yourself in any way, you're eating shitty food, you never exercise, your mental health isn't good either,
1: mm-hmm. you're not going to feel good. I think that's the most important thing, ultimately, and I think that generally when you make these decisions about getting surgery and altering your body, like I would say. Uh, what would you from say
0: from experience? Cause past you've got-
1: experience yeah. that maybe your mental health is not Quite in the place that it should be, and that's why you're making the decisions that you are. I don't want to say that for everyone. I'm sure that's not the case no, for everyone. No, but for, in my experience. experience, in my personal experience, I would say that whenever I've made decisions to alter myself physically, I've not been checking in with my mental health, and I I've mean, probably not been in the best place. Or with your phone because your phone couldn't open. All my phone not
2: checking. So
0: <laughs> in my memories, a picture came up the other day of us in Vegas
1: after you'd had all those insane. <laughs> fil- and you're like a different person.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I looked like a Labrador that had been stung by a bee and had an allergic reaction. <laughs> I, mean, I was just like, oh my God, what have you done? <laughs> also you had really dark hair so you're very, very different
1: looking. But
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: definitely getting to that place now. Where How are you
0: feeling? How are you feeling I'm about ex- your...
1: I'm actually quite happy to just be myself mm-hmm. uh, for the first time, I would say, in my life. That's nice. Um, which is a really nice place to be at to the point where, you know, I still have things that I may have done quite, quite permanently to myself that I would actually like to see if I can go back and change them so I'm even considering so like time machine or what am I doing <laughs> yeah i yeah. gonna do it with some magic good Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no so I'm even considering taking out my implants because oh. I don't feel that they're necessarily a part of me that I'm particularly celebrating anymore. That's interesting. I think I was at one point. Yeah, I totally, yeah. And I totally get, you know, people that have implants, they have plastic surgery, and you know, they go through a honeymoon period with it, or, or they really enjoy it um, for an extended period of time. You know, I can't speak for you, but for me, it was definitely like a honeymoon period, and then it fucking finished. I mean, the it thing died is, to death and now I'm just like, I just want my old body back.
0: Yeah, and like I always, whenever. All my friends who have like smaller breasts, fashion tits, mm-hmm. as I like to call them. And you definitely had fashion I tits. I had fashion tits. Isn't yeah. it
1: nice to be able to like sleep on your front? Yeah. Because I can't do that. It's so annoying. I had a massage yesterday and I literally had to have like bolsters underneath me to hold me up and hold me in place because my tits are getting squashed. Yeah. So it's just, rubbish. It's Why not. Yeah, them? If you could take them out at the end of the night and just put them on your bedside <laughs> table, I'd totally be into that. Like big tits, no tits. I big, mean, I'm we are thought that. in 2023... That that would be the yeah. case, right? <laughs>
0: fuck.
2: Dresses
1: cars. Just take your tits off, <laughs> put them back on whenever you want. Uh, but unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, and so now I'm probably going to have to go through that surgery of having my implants removed. God. And having some can nice I saggy tits afterwards? Which yeah. I'm actually down for. I don't even yeah, give fuck a fuck. It. I'm like, can I saggy tits? I'll rock it. Please
0: uh, record you when you're on loads of. Drugs, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> you don't
2: even need to ask. Have you seen this like uh. YouTube where the girl's like saying to her mum, and she's like twelve. She's like, "I love big black cough uh. <laughs> After going to go uh. the dentist, <laughs> her mum's like,
0: "Excuse me." And then obviously her mum posted it, which I'm just like, well, "This is all great." Oh um, my god, that's hilarious. You know who doesn't love their twelve-year-old daughter shouting about racist
1: penises? Don't. Oh my um, god, I remember when I had just had an abortion and I was <laughs> sorry, long. No, no.
2: But, <laughs> Um, Go on. I was with my
1: mum because she had made the decision to come with me and be a good supportive parent, which was really great. Um, But she didn't know that it wasn't actually my boyfriend's baby. (laughs) And obviously, when I was came out of surgery and I was high, I thought it was hilarious to tell her.
2: (laughs) She was fuming. (laughs) I was like, "It's not even his!" (laughs) Like, no see oh I can't wait for this when are so, you get new tits yeah, out we're gonna so get all sorts of good the stuff truth out of comes yeah. out
1: when I'm like high on fucking what is it what do I give you in, I don't know but yeah, some good some, shit some good <laughs> shit, good
2: shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> truth serum I've never had an abortion I've never been pregnant as far yeah, as I know
2: yeah. I feel like I've sort of God, I've had so many. <laughs> <laughs> I'd find a pre so <laughs> <laughs> How?
1: Okay, I didn't have the procedure was not carried out in <laughs> Pret a so I don't for, do that there. For
2: our nun. Would you like an abortion <laughs> with your flat white. <laughs> Pret is a sandwich sharp for anybody who yes, isn't, isn't anyone who doesn't. It's live in not the, in France either. No, <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely just, just London. It's just London. You but. pronounce it Pret That's it. Pretemanger, <laughs> I think, is how you technically pronounce it here. But I basically
1: so I didn't have technically an abortion in pressmanje <laughs> but i i did in a sense because <laughs> i went to the abortion clinic and it was around the corner from pressmanje and they gave me you know the pills that you yeah. can swallow that basically you have a like natural abortion a, yeah, na- like well, they don't have to go yeah. in a chemical yeah. abortion yeah and so they gave me the pill in there and they said obviously go home cuz it's probably going to make you like bleed quite a lot and yeah. i was like okay cool i'm really hungry <laughs> And so I faffed around in Pret a to the point where I'd waited so long just getting all my food like getting everything ready that I start having an abortion and I just a miscarriage I think it's what it's called oh a miscarriage and then I just throw up and shit myself at the same time in Pret a
2: and the staff had to take me into the staff toilet Did you tell where was- I continued to shit myself and vomit it was
1: horrific
2: (laughs) were you alone no I was with my ex-boyfriend was it his (laughs) (laughs) it was this time but it wasn't the previous time (laughs) but this time it was his and he um (laughs) he accompanied me all the way home but I didn't quite make it home (laughs) because I had only a bag and it was full up of sick. And we were stopping at my friend's parents' house. So I made him get off the train and come to my friend's parents' house And she wasn't in. And I knocked on the door and her dad opened. And I was like, could he use your toilet? And he let me in. And I, I threw up and shut myself in there too. Well, it was one of the worst experiences of my life. It's truly the memory of it. It's one of the best. Of mine. <laughs> Thank you for that. Ooh, wow. wow, I'd nearly forgotten that. <laughs> new year, new you. <laughs> new year, new you. As per usual, we've gone
0: maybe a little bit off topic, here, but I say worth it. Um, <laughs> You're right. I'm joking
1: on oh my words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, right. <laughs> wow. So lessons learned. <laughs> when one has an abortion, you know, if you haven't had one
1: yet. Just order delivery. Just go home and order delivery. You don't need to go this, to prayer. Yeah. I swear.
0: Okay. I mean, that's great. You know, so we've got uh we've got a great lesson learned there. That's yep. fantastic. <laughs> I'm always learning. Always learning, always growing. <sighs> so yeah. So I've not done that before. Um, personally. <laughs>
2: so, I'm really happy for you.
0: Thank you. Um, yeah. So I don't know how we got on that subject, but, you know, as per usual, you never fail to deliver me with just wonderful stories that are so visual and beautiful. I mean, the rainbow of colors. And yeah. It's great. You know? uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing You're most that. welcome. Thank you. You're welcome, everyone. So I mm-hmm. had um, a recent fail that pales in insignificance comparatively, <laughs> in my personal opinion. Um, so I thought that maybe I would come and join you, you at did. the uh, Unicorn Sparkle Club, I think That's we're gonna what call we're it. it. <laughs> um, so I thought I would join you there because you were talking about all the money you were making. And I thought I too would like some of that money. And it then became quite apparent that maybe I I, I I'm just not cut out for how cool you are basically Aww. I mean you know you did so you you are quite a wonder in these nightclubs oh, dealing thanks. with all these absolute fucking like tools, tools. Yeah. yeah that's mm-hmm. that's the and, and like the broken ones that nobody wants that are like in the back of the drawer type of tool <laughs> not a useful tool but I thought that I would come and audition you did um I and fucking loved you he, That's so nice nice to hear. I mean, um, so as a 40-year-old woman, yeah, uh, interesting to, well, you know, I was nearly 40 at the time, but interesting to sort of be definitely one of the older people in that space who was presenting themselves as somebody you could purchase Mm -hmm. for a short moment. Um, And I went in to do my audition. And I hadn't done an audition for quite some time. Obviously, we haven't spoken a lot about pandemic time. Mm -hmm. You know, we've kind of kept it uh, light and bright because who the fuck wants to talk about that? But
1: the reality is, is that. I hadn't auditioned at a club for a really long time. Were you nervous Um, at all? Because you're like, I I mean, you would never come across as that on stage for sure. You're a super... No, you know, the but- weird,
0: I think the weird thing that the pandemic has done is when I've come out of it on the other side, and I've done a few other things performance wise, um, and just in general, things that I used to do pre that. And I, I think all my nerves and anxiety have just completely evaporated. That's so nice. Yeah, you just get to live in the moment. Then. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if that's through age, all the therapy I've done,
1: or the <laughs> consistent perma crisis <laughs> that has made me It's true, numb. though, because we did that gig the other day, and um, neither of us had any nerves. No, nope. And Wasn't we were just like, this is great. This is really good
0: fun. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty there at the moment. So I, was, I didn't feel nervous at all, um, but I was very professional. So of I called, course. yes. So I called, pre-called, uh, to find out what time I should show up, and then obviously turned up full hair, makeup. Everything ready to go at the exact time that I was told to turn up. And this is um, during the summertime, actually, is when this happened. And it was when we had this monstrous heat wave going on in London. Oh,
1: so you were just melting. I was a
0: little melty. um, Very sweaty. Very sweaty tits. (laughs) uh, Sweaty cunt. Sweaty tits. And I decided to wear a hairpiece because it just made me feel like a little bit more girly. I don't know, you know, like I've got a very- And extra sweaty. But also extra sweaty. It also made me feel like I had like a dead animal (laughs) attached to my head in like the the hottest time of year. So that was, um, you know, uncomfortable rather than uh, anxiety driven. So I turn up. And a small man at the door. As sometimes you get those strange little strip club doormen who, yeah. you know, probably will stab you in the eye. Um, but they're very tiny, so you're thinking a little jump. Yeah, with a little jump. <laughs> yeah, they jump up. He looks like he could jump up and stab me in the eye. Um, informed me that the woman who was going to be there, the house mom to audition me, wasn't there yet.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine any of them are particularly timely.
0: No. To be honest. So I yeah. said, when will she be here? And he sort of shrugged his shoulders and said he had no idea. Uh so I then, I'm gonna say, looked like very strong sex worker. Um, you know, like whore next door, vibes. I, I I was as whore next door as you could I get. Like and it. I say that with the utmost respect because I will discuss this later in the show. I would love to be a whore, but nobody wants me. So <laughs> Because anyway, to be, continued. to be continued, well, I digress. But, you know, so I if, if you're out there uh, as a sex worker in that realm, I love you and I want to be you anyway. But I didn't want to be you sitting by myself at a cafe uh, waiting to audition at a really rubbish strip club by myself. <laughs> so I sat there for a while and he said that he would text me when she arrived Um Three and a half hours later. <laughs> Fucking hell. So I, like, my, my face had melted at least an inch lower. Yeah, because um, wasn't this on, like, a Monday or two? Because I'm trying to it think, was, why was
1: I not there? You were... But was, I
0: wasn't in that day. You weren't yet. in that day, so I just sat alone. Um, <laughs> I had some rowdy gentlemen come to say hi to me, which was great. Uh, so it was just a lot of fun, right? And then I finally get there, so it's 11 p.m. I go to bed at, like, 10 I, you know, I turn my phone on fucking flight mode by nine and I'm a nearly 40 year old woman with a cat, dead cat attached to my head and makeup dripping down my face, waiting at 11 p.m. to literally audition at the most rubbish strip club I've ever been in with like everything about it was just awful. And then I got inside and it was just everything. It was just I feel like this is the place where like dreams go to die. Mm -hmm. Like.
1: I don't, you know, when you there's see- There's nothing sparkly about there, it. No. I know we've called it unicorn sparkle, but it absolutely is. I mean, awful.
0: we've done that as a joke because- so, yeah, There's
1: no sparkle, no unicorn. No. Just-
0: Everything's like black and red and gray. Very depressing. And it's sort of yeah. like a 1990s 14-year-old boy's idea of what <laughs> a like sex a sex club should look like. <laughs> and that's not good. Um, and like, yeah, just everything about it is just awful. So then they take me down to the changing room and there's some other women there auditioning as well. Um- They were out of townies. Right. Bridge and tunnel people. They were bridge and tunnel folk. (laughs) They were all in their 20s. And I am not meaning this in a mean way in any sense, but I fucking wiped the floor with them. So this is where I'm saying to, you know, your age, all that kind of stuff really, really doesn't matter. I mean, their lingerie was fucked up. They like, they hadn't, they'd never really been to a strip club. Right. One of the women was, had never used a tampon. Um, <gasps> so she actually was trying to go out to go do her audition with a panty liner in on her period. No. So then I had to step in and go,
1: oh, sweetie, we oh. can't do that. So then- Was she just expecting to not take off her pants? Or I like, don't think the she was thought just process had the... fully-
0: Right. Like, she didn't play the tape. Like, the <laughs> tape had just stopped at, this is what I do on my period. And not like, maybe I should audition on another day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that could that be would... a thought. That, that could have been something. So- that. Oh, I've
1: never seen that
0: one. Yeah, me neither. I feel
1: like, you know, you've kind of seen it all when you've been now No, I was working. quite shocked. Yeah.
0: I was quite shocked. And so then her friend who was with her, who they weren't really, you know, those sort of like strip club friends that it's like, you guys have seen each other once. And then suddenly you're like in this sort of weird, tiny change room. So you're BFFs yeah, because yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ stick together. <laughs> and she was like, I'll help you do it. And so then I Put just, the tampon yeah, in. yeah, yeah. So then. I just hear all this
1: like kerfuffle going on in the bathroom of her going like, I can't
2: get in.
1: And so- And those toilets are not sanitary. No, no, no. Like definitely don't
0: insert things. And don't let somebody else insert something like- On your first ever time. Yeah. So then I got quite like, you know, I get a little protective like I you know I have like a nurturing for somebody who dislikes children as much as I do. I
1: do have a nurturing. No, but you're quality. very like, yeah, you're you're quite motherly and Yeah, some so then I yeah. was like, "Oh, have you
0: cut the string?" and then she hadn't. So I was telling her, "You need to cut the string" and like or like push up yourself and mm-hmm. like that was a whole thing. And it was just tragic. Wow. And yeah, and so then I went and did my little audition. Did you get to watch her audition? It wasn't great. Um you know, just in the sense of but it wasn't about how beautiful she was. Beautiful but had zero confidence. Right. I also would have less confidence if I had a giant tampon shoved at me for the first for time. the first time, I, yeah. You know, so I, I I, excuse that. But so we get through the audition. I did a great audition. I was tipped on stage. Hey. Um, so, you know, yeah, that was house nice. house mom
2: was
1: singing your praises.
0: She's she like, I love
2: how your friend dances on stage. <laughs> so,
0: you know, I did a performance. It's not a performance club, um, but people appreciated it. So that was yeah. all good and well. And then we get downstairs. I am like the least photogenic person <laughs> On the fucking planet. Yeah, and you did not (gasps) warn me at all. And basically, she's like, no, we take a picture. I was like, okay. Um, So I thought, like, I was sort of going, what? And then she, I mean, she took a picture of me and then literally looked at her thing and she's like, maybe we try again. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm not even offended. I'm like, yeah, I know, I can't take a picture. And then the more that I was like trying to take a good picture, the more stressed out I was getting because I just like have
1: the worst facial expression. I don't know what happens. I sort of, Like I just, you're great when you don't know someone's taking a picture, you can do candid, totally. But you need to like not know that there's a camera in front of your and face. And also
0: because like iPhones don't really make you look that great. So my head looks like really big.
1: Also, she's not a photographer.
0: And she's not a photographer. And the lighting yeah. in there was like, oh, how can we make you look the worst? Like overhead. Overhead. Light? Like uh, it was awful. Blinking on and off. On yeah. So like horror house <laughs> kind of thing. And I was like. Can I, can I like do a selfie or something? And she was like, and basically she just let me do it because I think she felt bad for me because she was like, I have to show owner. And like, she didn't really want to, sh- like, she believed in me. Mm-hmm. She didn't really want to show the owner that, <laughs> right? Because if she was like, she- then she'd be like going, no, I promise she's, she's not. She's really good yeah, yeah. So it would have been like, you know, so-, like so we kind of, we got there in the end with my own selfie. And then she basically was like, oh, you can, you know, you can do a shift. So I came back to do my shift like the next day. With when me. You, yeah, with you, when yeah. you were working. And this is where I was just like in awe of you. You were just like, you know, swanning through the room, dealing with the biggest fucking douchebags I've ever spoken to in my life. Like, oh, you're so funny. And I was <laughs> like, you're amazing. But she sat me down to do like this chat about how to be in the club, right? And so she was like, okay, there are many things in this club. Do not do what you see. Only do what I say, right? Which was something that you
1: were... I was confused by because when she said it to me, I thought she said, see what you do. So I was just like, okay.
0: <laughs> so everybody does like touching dancing in there, even though you're not supposed to, but you like have to stay on the stage. So I was like, okay, so I'm like the only person in here who's not supposed to do touching dance. She's like, the honor, he will be watching you. And I was like, okay, great. And she was like, so the first, like, oh no. So the second worst thing you can do in here is to touch someone's cock or to give them a blowjob. Second. The second worst, worst thing. The, the first worst thing is to
1: take a bake transfer. Oh, God. And i
0: was like, excuse me. They are me?
1: so fucking extra about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah.
0: excuse me. So I can suck someone off.
1: Yeah. And, and basically it it's like, as as bad. don't oh. do
0: that. <laughs> but if I get a bank transfer, that's, it, that's the big.
1: Didn't she tell you the other day, like, no fisting? Yeah, that's also been thrown into the, that's good. the mix. Is now. that number three? It's number I mean, three. Yeah. <laughs> She was trying to explain it to a girl who didn't know what fisting was. So did she pant on it? She was just there with her fist, like, and trying to make it look like it was going through a hole. Yeah. I mean, it was, Maybe and she, then she said to me, you know what fisting
2: is. I was like, <laughs> Yeah. And she was like, well, explain it. I was like, what? Oh, I'm explaining to someone what fisting, I mean, it's quite obvious, no? Yeah, so this is
0: obviously
1: a magical, magical place. <laughs> um, and it, you know, it, it was... Uh... Also, the fact that no fisting is now a rule, that means someone has been fisting or gotten fisting Every... since you yes. came. yes.
0: Every rule that exists in the world is because some fucking idiot did, did it. it. Yeah. So I mean, like, really, if you look around, like, when it bleach says don't drink, it's because some fucking moron is <laughs> like, "Hey, I'm gonna drink this." So you know, equally so, yeah. Ooh. Now, now we need, now we need. Okay. Now I'm that.
1: thinking about the girls that have stopped working there. I'm like, which one? Of which you one did you... some fisting?
0: And did they do it to themselves, each other, I'm to the guy? They
2: did
1: it to the guy. Me
0: too. <laughs> That's <actually>. exciting. <laughs> and how much would one charge for said fisting so yeah um you are a marvel thank you um once again I don't know how much this hits on body positivity but what I would say is that this club has quite the rainbow of uh, different types of women different body types uh, surgery surgery types age types and they all make money like I was so enraged I actually told you Not to stand next to me Because I didn't want to Like have my rage Like spill over to you Just because the guys Were just such cunts and I have to say It's
1: one of the rudest places yeah, I've ever I mean, they were worked just in In terms awful. of clients Which is kind of new to me Because all the places We've worked before Have actually been Quite relatively yeah. nice But I? I still made Like
0: 600 pounds Yeah you still made money And this was like With rage in my heart <laughs> Definitely wanting to Dry fist every single man Who came up and spoke uh-uh. to me For free Like I was just like This is a tip for you just to fuck off um, which is not what makes you money by the way don't do that don't if do you that. yeah if you want to <laughs> you want to make money but I looked around the room at all these amazing women who were you know maybe not the biggest beauty queen you've ever seen or whatever but the thing that they all had in common was incredible
1: confidence One um, of the top owners uh, owners earners she wore flip-flops yeah yeah she wore flip-flops just she was fully, just, she, just in yeah, her yeah. flip-flops like didn't give a fuck
0: flip-flopping around yeah you know um and they all have confidence tenacity you know chutzpah it's mm-hmm. a great yiddish word that we <laughs> use for like it's basically like balls but it, in a non it's a non-binary word for balls I <laughs> you've like got it. chutzpah Hutzpah. yeah chutzpah Hutzpah. um and they were incredible and you know i now at This grand age of nearly 40 and 40 now can't really hack that shit anymore. Um, But it's certainly not because of what I fucking look like.
1: And on the subject of body positivity, we've actually had a really great message that we would love to share with you today. And it's from Lebanese Blondie. underscore. (laughs) <laughs> <Under>
0: school, yeah, <laughs> on Instagram. That's her Instagram handle. So we had, I, I had a really nice back and forth with her, um, and she was talking about uh, just how much. She loved hearing about body confidence and how much that had helped her. So we thought we would share a bit of what she wrote in. Basically, I had a little exchange with her. She put she put us in her Spotify top podcasts, um, which is really nice, and some other people have as well, which has been lovely. So for everybody who's doing that and sharing that, thank you so much. We really appreciate (laughs) it. Um, And so we just had a little back and forth where she was saying how much we us Yay. helped her uh, get some confidence in a workplace. So I'm just going to share with you what she wrote when I asked her to sort of respond specifically mm-hmm. what was helpful. So she said, well, first off, I want to thank you because you installed confidence in me and being my club's fantasy killer. Well, hey. so always, I mean, I hope there's a fantasy killer at every corner of the earth. I, <laughs> I know there is. We're, we're everywhere. Um, at six, six in my heels and goth as fuck, which That's sounds cool. amazing. I right. mean, men must just be falling at her feet all the time. Um, your story about taking phones from dudes sitting at the stage gave me confidence to call men out who whip their phones out on me. Fantastic. Yes. Cause that is definitely my way of going. <laughs> I like to sort of creep up on them. Like I'm about to do something really sexual. And then I just take their phone and throw it towards the back <laughs> of the stage and continue on without sort of even looking towards them for the rest of the stage show. Uh-huh. Um, this does not make me money, but, uh, it does make her money, so she said. And it has made me so much money, which is amazing. That's cool. Uh, so she's
1: really leaning into.
0: She's this leaning now. into That's it, great. and obviously doing a much better job than me because I just made some enemies. Um, <laughs> and hope was I was just hoping that the humiliation would be an attraction to someone else in the room. Um, but there we go. Also, just hearing about the dynamic between you two in the club, one being the bubbly party girl, obviously me. I, guess. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, my bubbly party girl. <laughs> Non-boundaried friend who makes friends <laughs> with the alcoholic stripper who lives above her. You're great. Um, uh, taught me what type of energy compliments mine on the floor. Um,
1: That's actually really important. That's a is. cool thing to bring up that I have never really thought about necessarily because a lot of people do work in pairs. So Yeah, and you, I mean, you are you were my bait always
0: <laughs> because you're prettier, younger, smaller, nicer. <laughs> Outside, (gasps) not really. I'm much nicer than you. Nice ish. Yeah, but I'm nicer. That's enough. I'm way (laughs) nicer than you. I am just frightening looking. (laughs) You're adorable little cunt. Um, So, my top episodes are Day Shift, Fabulous, Client Types, and Stripper 103. I'm on Day Shift, so it was really nice to hear that the day shift is the same around the world. Yes, it fucking is. And client types confirmed what I already knew—that I attract the weirdos. Yay! <laughs> we love a weirdo. Also, stripper one hundred and three on body confidence really helped me remind myself that as a human, sexuality is fluid and weird and unpredictable. I'm five foot ten, and when I started dancing, I was around one hundred and ninety to two hundred pounds. I've since lost about fifty pounds and put on maybe fifteen pounds of muscle from teaching myself pole tricks, which is fucking amazing. And this is also—I've seen so many women change drastically when they come into the club because yeah. you're like. Exercising all yeah, the time, you're and on you your feel feet, you're moving good. around. Yeah, my body has gone through a huge evolution. Different points during that process brought out different worries and insecurities. I don't let the worry affect me at work. In part because of your episode, it's always nice to hear from those who have mountains of experience confirm that your anxiety is just anxiety, even it's through if it's through a podcast. Oh. So thank you, Lebanese blonde. Thank you. Um, That's a fabulous letter to read. I love it. And honestly, we we do check all of our DMs we are really tragically shit on social media but what we do do is actually check all of our DMs we often send voice notes back to you um, especially if we're on edibles being really (laughs) stupid together Um, but we love hearing from sex workers and non-sex workers and just anybody so any questions you have anything that you want to bring up yeah um, any little stories yeah anything you'd like us to maybe read out like we put it all in a hat and then pull one out so please keep sending your stuff Because we just love hearing all these little notes from you guys. So thank you. And um, it is what I do before I put my phone on flight mode at nighttime. (laughs) At nine (laughs) o'clock. Is check back. So anyway, we'll see you guys next week. See you next week. We won't see you. I don't know. I've really got to stop. We'll talk to you. (laughs) I love you. Bye bye. Bye.
1: Thanks for tuning in today. If you haven't already, we would really appreciate you hitting that subscribe button and leaving us a positive review. All show notes and social media links can be found on our website, www.strippersintheattic.com.
0: This episode was brought to you by House of Vixens, produced by Stephen Armstrong. Editing and post-production by Adam Grigg. Original music by Myron Cohen and Hart Mcnee. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I'm Buffy. And I'm Heaven. And together we are Strippers
1: in the Attic.